Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshear Breakdown. My name is Steve Marek. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska, and he is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Husker Blackshirt. Uh, Jay, we have another class of 2023 edition, and he is another receiver in Demetrius right. Bell, a four-star prospect out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Jay, I think we both like this like this one. Uh, Bell is listed at six foot one, 185 pounds. Does a little bit of everything over there right. uh, for his. Uh, for his high school team, little running back, little receiver. Um, so uh, what were your initial initial reactions of another receiver in, in right. the class, uh, a position that's rapidly growing? Yeah, I think it's like almost every time I think that when we we uh, text, I think it's like it's a foregone conclusion is going to be another receiver, a skill guy. But, you know, the one thing about him, I like him that he does multitude of things, but he's extremely physical, um, quick and decisive. And once we get into these highlights, you're going to see what, what was really appealing to him. So, the one thing this staff has shown is that they're, you know, when they see a guy and they they think he could fit, they're not going to hesitate. And so they're not worried about numbers. They're worried about production. And also, I think one thing, the sneaky thing that people don't under, or really know about uh, Matt Rule and I guess you could say Satterfield, they they, they view as being physical. They want to win on the, the lines of scrimmage. But what the, when you look at the type of receivers that they're getting for the most part, right? I know, you know, we had a couple of transfer portal guys that are a little bit smaller. Uh, or at least one in particular, but they feel that they can be physical out on the perimeter. And that's what you're going to see from Butler. That's what you're going to see from the, the, you know, pretty much the whole uh, multitude of receivers that they can be physical out there on the edges with the tight ends and H backs and receivers. Um, and so that, you know, I like what they're doing. I like it, this young man right here. Um, his route running is crisp. Uh, his ability to catch the ball is, is crisp. And uh, th there's one play in particular that we'll see, uh, the cut that he makes is not a lot of guys in high school for sure uh, that can make this type of cut. So that, you know, I'm pretty sure this is one of the plays that really sold them on uh, Butler. But, uh, you know, we'll see what everybody thinks after this. Yeah. So a little bit about Demetrius Bell, a four star prospect. He's a former Michigan State commit for a little bit before he decommitted. Right. Um, from the from the Spartans and 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 ended up taking some SEC visits as well. I know right. Kentucky was very high on him, um, right. um, but Nebraska won that won that commitment and grabs another grabs an athlete out of his state and area of the country that not not a lot of action with Husker football going on with state of Tennessee. Not a whole lot. I know there's been some, but not a right. ton. So let's get into the. Yeah, go on. I think the last guy we got out of Tennessee was Muhammad Barry. Uh, and obviously he was pretty decent. But I want to correct myself. His last name is Bell, not Butler. Uh, I was doing a, another show. We were talking about Zach Taylor <laughs> being from Butler Community College. So I want to <laughs> apologize for that. So, Mr. Bell. Uh, but, yeah, you know, look, look, they're knocking on doors. They, there's mm -hmm. one thing that they're doing. They call it shaking trees. But they when they know that there's somebody to go look at, they look at it, identify them and then get on them really quick. So you like the efficiency, but then also I think it really helps that they know what the, they want and what they're looking for as well. Absolutely. Let's jump into some of these highlights of Demetrius Bell. Again, you're going to see him line up in a variety of spots, but just right. a really athletic, talented dude. Yeah. You look at him right here. Obviously, he's, you know, they got the, uh, you know, the pink highlights there. We got one on the left and one on the right leg, a little bit of a swag, but, but you like his frame though. Look at his build, you know, a true 185 six foot one you know the ability to jump and you know they call it moss and somebody but look at what he's doing right here good route no wasted steps set him up a little hesitation right there a uh, little you know fade route good pass by the quarterback right here but the, again the ability to, to track the ball right and look at the safety inability to track the ball 
the ability of Bell to track the ball and then high point the ball and get two point two feet down with the toe drag swag. That's a huge play right there. So this is something that you don't have to be six six anymore to do this. Right, right. You're getting a 50-50 ball. Look at the explosiveness of him getting mm-hmm. off the ground and look how much higher he is than the defensive back or cornerback in this in this uh, scenario right here. And then two hand catches it, tracks the ball, physical. No, you know, the ball, it once it hits his hand, it's like a vacuum. Look at this right here. No fumbling on the ball. I'm sure that, you know, a photographer right there got a pretty cool picture right there, right there. Look how he gets up, catches it, and, and lets him know that he's a little bit too small to, to deal with him. So you like the swag at the receiver position. And, it, and this is what jumps off on tape. His, his ability to go from zero to 100, ground to air, and then you're seeing it right here. Now, look, this is when you know that he's a legitimate receiver. They're running essentially a two-on-one. Good route right here. Gets across the face of the first guy. Uh, pretty much a slant. And this is what, you know, obviously the coverage isn't obviously, you know, Big Ten worthy. But the concept of he's able to beat press coverage and double team coverage. So that's when you look at a next level type of receiver that even he knows he's getting double teamed almost, you know, once or twice a game or, you know, maybe all game. But he's still going to be effective. So and then also it lets you know that the coaching staff and the quarterback knows that he can beat double coverage right there, crosses the face, right? Sets up the route, sells it out, crosses it, no wasted steps. He's gonna have to catch this in traffic, right? In the window, like they say. Again, high points the ball, tracks mm-hmm. the ball, hand catcher, vacuum. I call it I call it a vacuum. And once it, you know, it's vacuum right through his hands, touchdown. So these are the things that. I'm assuming that's really appealing to the offensive staff right here. The the route running, the ability to beat uh, to beat double coverage, and then the catching in traffic is really really appealing. Now you see him here in a different position, right? We're talking about doing multitude of things in Marcus Satterfield's uh, type of offense, and right here is just a simple reverse. But the cut right there is great. Then yep. they get up the field and then hit the sideline and become an explosive play. Like th- this play right here was dead in the water. The numbers weren't there. The blocking wasn't crisp. Set it up inside 50 to right tackle. Now, look look at the speed and explosiveness right there to outrun angles to where they should attack them. This is a tackling drill for this defense right here. And you see him right here. He gets it. He sets up the block right there on the defensive end who could really stop the play in the water, dead in the water. And he reads it, gets up there, sets up the second block right, right there, the, the seal block. Then he hits it up in the alley. And then there he goes. Now, look at this. They have four. He has four guys right there that are clamping into him. He runs, he beats it with his speed, and then he, I don't know what this corner is doing. He, <laughs> he he didn't know that he came up on pretty quick. He whiffs on him, and now you're looking at another 10 yards on top of an explosive play. This is probably one of the most appealing plays right here, right? A little simple reverse, jet sweep, mm-hmm. not blocked perfectly, but good. You like the speed, you like the quickness, you like the ability to set up his blocks, right? He set up three blocks right here. There, here goes the first block he set up. Second block, a little dip, dip out, dip in. Yeah. Third block, and then the ability to hit the sideline, run after catch, and be explosive. And you see the reaction from the sidelines, right? Mm-hmm. So that lets you know that they're just waiting for him to do his thing. Look at the sideline. They know Mr. Bell is there to play, and it doesn't have to be block perfect for him to be uh, an exceptional athlete. And this is right here. Now you talk about doing a multitude of things. He's playing mm-hmm. a totally different position. Uh, when you play running back, uh, and now look at him again. It set the block up right stick his foot in the ground a physical break, uh, breaking of the tackle and then he has a nose for the end zone so this is another play right here where you're thinking about him as an athlete set the block up stick his foot in the ground m- makes two guys miss 
And then he outruns two guys where they almost, you know, hit each other two uh, nights pass or two trains passing in the night. So when you think about this, I know the offensive coaches are getting excited of where they can get them to get them the ball. You can get them the ball close to the line of scrimmage in the slot on the crossing routes, and he can win uh, 50, 50 balls down in the red zone, or, you know, he, he can, he has enough speed to beat you with nine routes and, and, and uh, skinny posts and, and corner routes. And so you like his ability uh, with run after the catch. I, that is huge for me when I was watching him again, another position here, kind of a flex tight end slot here. And then again, another uh, jet sweep, Sets it up. Then he really sticks his foot in the ground. Knows he was out leveraged as far as with the defense. So they probably were were waiting for this play, watching film. Now look at how everybody overruns and pursues. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just going to stick my foot in the ground, reverse field, set up a block, nose for the end zone. When you watch his feet, right, you don't see a lot of pitter-patter when he makes cuts. Right there, one cut, boom, I'm gone. So he's a phenomenal athlete to where, you know, you can forecast his ability to create separation and run after catch. When you look at him right here, look at him right here. He does a good job again, setting up the blocks, but he also reads it. So he's not running into darkness. There's a ton of white jerseys over there. Mm -hmm. They actually played it pretty good, but look what he did. Made one guy miss, made another guy miss. Then he knew, you know, what run after the catch right now you you can actually forecast him to potentially be in a punt returner. And then the ability to have enough speed, set up another block, get to the sideline and then the rest is history. So, you know, when you look at, look at this staff, when they're evaluating him or anybody else, you are seeing him do some things that are definitely transport or transportable to uh big 10 football and in their offenses. So I'm sure they're pretty excited. And he, uh, I think we were, we were talking um, before we filmed this, he reminds you of a little bit of Josh Fleeks, a younger Josh yeah. Fleeks. Josh Fleeks comes from, is a former Matt Ruler recruit coming from Baylor um, he's an older veteran player, but he's a guy who has um, experience on the outside as a receiver on the inside in the slot, um, but also in the backfield playing a little bit of running back. Uh, Demetrius Bell does this a lot as well. And just, you know, we saw it on the on the when he took that jet sweep handoff in reverse field. He didn't right. slow down at all. It oh. was just amazing. Like he, he was just like one speed the entire time. It was almost like a video game. And we're going to see one right here. It'll be our last highlight of Demetrius Bell. Just the footwork that, that yeah. comes along with Demetrius Bell kind of juking the entire team out here. Yeah, this is something that he doesn't have to. This is this is natural ability right here. When he catches this ball right here, boom. Yeah. See, uh, hey, that right there. What he did to 52, 52 might have uh, nightmares or PTSD. Look at this. Catches it. First of all, he high points it. So what you let he you talk about being multitask. So us being married knows that you got a multitask, right? So he's catching it right here. He goes up, catches it, high points it. And he's reading the flow of the defense while he's in the air. So it lets you know he can catch the football in traffic. Right here, most receivers are worried about getting their head knocked off. He's not worried about it. Because you know what his mindset is? I'm gonna my job is to make the first and second guy miss. So what he does, he catches it right there on the hash, sees it, reads the defense. There's five guys right there. One guy, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at him. One yeah, guy misses him, knocks two through two, two other guys off. Now he gets to the sideline again. And now you're looking at it there. He, he just made a 15-yard play that should have only been a two-yard gain. And this is a play that can be be an explosive play or you know, sometimes you look, if you look at the down and distance, they must have had a lot of penalties, right? Yeah. But this is a play that can actually get you into third and manageable 
to keep the drive going. And so when you're looking at this as a, as a college coach and a receiver coach, you had to be excited. And his footwork and his explosiveness mm-hmm. is the best of anybody in this class. And to be honest with you, might be the best in the room right now as a young 18-year-old incoming freshman. Watch this move right here. I don't care who he's playing against. That right there is serious athletic ability right there. That's not something that comes every single day. So when you think about a coaching staff that's recruiting and then also a receiver coach, offensive coordinator, and head coach evaluating players, this isn't what they see week in and week out when they're evaluating huddle tapes or in highlight tapes. That And it's not just once. you know. So everybody can do that once, right? Mm-hmm. It's repetitive over and over and over. His footwork, his ability to stick his foot in the ground without losing any speed. So when you think about him catching an eight-yard hitch route, making somebody miss, get to the sideline, those are the guys that are hard to tackle, run after the catch. That's what they're hoping for. You know, another great addition uh, from a state that they hadn't, um, you know, obviously had a lot of inroads or luck in. And so, you know, they, if he has a good experience, I can guarantee you they're in the future, you're going to see a few more guys coming out of Tennessee or, uh, you know, places that are close in proximity. And, you know, Demetrius Bell is important to the staff because a couple of days ago, Evan Cooper paid his high school um, an right. in-home visit. So, I mean, right. when, when the assistants are doing that, they're they're serious and, and they want Demetrius Bell. They're excited about Demetrius Bell. So uh, before we get out of here, Jay, with Demetrius Bell, Nebraska's 2023 high school recruiting class is up to right. 25 guys. Um, they've taken one junior college product with Kai Wallen, right. that edge defender, and then 11 transfers. A ton of those are from SEC. Um, so put those all together. And if you want to count Xavier Betts and Isaiah, Ket- yeah, you, need Kettleton, to. you can, that's fine. But I'm going 25 high school kids, one junior college product and 11 transfers. Add that all up. That's 37 new faces that Matt right. Rule um, is currently going to be bringing into the program. Jay, is that is that more than you were expecting, less than you were expecting right along the lines or, or what was it? Maybe a little bit more, but I'm not. You know, I'm not worried about it. I think that they have an eye for the type of recruits that they like and they want and they need. And sometimes you have to expand that number. Um, And so I like that thought process. Don't not look at it, this young man here because you want to be at a certain number. Go get him. Worry about what you need to do later on. Um, It's not a surprise to me. Obviously, Matt Rules came in and, and he's the face of the program. He's changing stuff. And so that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to mix old with new. You know, he came in and said, those guys are his guys that are presently on the roster. You've had guys going to the transfer portal. Some guys declare for the draft eligibility, you know, obviously ending as well. And so his job is to go out and replenish this roster and create true uh, intrinsic competition along with building his culture and the type of athlete that he wants, you know, as far as at each position group and what his, what each position group coach wants. And so, um, look, you know, you get 37 guys on campus, you, ideally like all 37 of them, you know, you hit on all of them, but it's no different than any type other uh, recruiting class to where if you're batting about 50%, you're actually, you know, that's a really, really good recruiting class. But I think the more that he's bringing in, uh, the, the hit ratio should go up. And so that's what he's doing. And this is what he's done before at Baylor, but he's just at Nebraska and, um, you know, I'm, you know, look, you, you got to be impressed with the work. You know, anytime that a coach comes in and says, I'm going to recruit, he's heavily involved himself. Um, and along with the assistant coaches, you talked about Coach Cooper going down to the high school of yep. Bell in Tennessee, just to making sure that, you know, look, we aren't, we, we are 100% on, in on you. And 
just from a receiver standpoint, to get them to commit with the amount of receivers you have in the room lets you know that they're creating they're creating a competition and opportunity for everybody, and they are kind of you know stacking it year by year. Some older guys, obviously transfer portal guys, younger guys, and guys mixed in that are already here. So I think it's gonna you know potentially all work out for them, but but I'm sure the staff is pretty excited uh, you know about this class so far. Last one, last thing to hit on with Bell um, and and Evan Cooper paying him a visit. You know, until until we have a signature with these with these uh, uh, oh, recruits, yeah. it, it doesn't mean much. So might right. as well go and visit him because other other programs are not going to stop talking to Demetrius Bell. So it's a it's a race to get to February first, the National Signing Day, to right. get his signature. One one last one, Jay. Another number to look at. We just talked about set thirty seven new faces. What about one hundred and one scholarships right, right now on the roster? Obviously. The spring practice, the 15 practices that they're going to be allotted, it's going to be very, very important and kind of a process to see, you know, which which players are about that life and want and want to be at Nebraska, right? So, what are your? I know it's been kind of a yeah. hot topic these days. Right. With 101 uh, scholarships right now. What do you think about that? Oh, I, doesn't it? I don't doesn't doesn't bother me at all because I know if it, it'll all take care of itself. You know, there'll be some hard conversations um, that you have to have after spring, as you have to have every year. Uh, but the opportunity is there. And so if you're one of those guys that are fringe guys or guys that are, you know, kind of half in and half out, uh, you better, you know, find a way to be 100 percent in or you're going to be having a conversation that you might not like or maybe it's something that you want. And so they'll get there. Look, they're not going to there's no, they're not going to break an NCAA rule. So this is a good problem. And so, um, you know, yeah, it's a little bit. But, you know, there's 15 guys and, and things will change. And that's the way it goes. And, um, you know. I have no, I'm fully uh, confident that they're going to manage it. And that's what he has his staff for. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens when we get closer to fall. Absolutely. So that, that will do it for the Blackshirt breakdown for Demetrius Bell, a four-star receiver um, from, from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, He makes uh, the 25th high schooler in the 2023 class from Nebraska. So Jay Foreman, Steve Marek, we will catch you guys later with a, whenever Nebraska picks up another one. So that was a Blackshirt breakdown. We'll see you guys later.